three, two, one. Hey everybody, it's me, the Einstein of Wall Street. We are here with Trade Like Einstein. I am Peter Tuckman, and we're here on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange in the balcony. History is made in this building every single day. Somebody with my long-term experience, I've been here for 137 years, it is my responsibility to help teach you how to navigate this market successfully. Boom! Hey guys, it's me, the Einstein of Wall Street. I'm here with Marcus him 500, one of the most incredible gentlemen I have ever met, an inspiration and a mentor to me in a big way. We talk about trading, we talk about investing, we talk about creating generational wealth, but at the end of the day, there's a way more practical story that people need to understand. How to deal with banks, what banks are friendly to them, how do you create a business, how do you get capital? How do you uh, raise your credit up? The practical things of people who have been marginalized and were barriers to entry to get involved in creating a future for themselves, their kids and their children's children. This gentleman has created a platform called Recession Proof. Get your, your pencils out. Get your paper out because it's time, school time right here. We're here with Marcus. This is an amazing story. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay. There is a roadmap. Okay, a lot of people have delved into trading and investing and whatnot. But at the end of the day, there are people, okay, specifically in the black and brown community who grew up without any wealth, without any relationship to a bank, without understanding the, the, the nuts and bolts of how do I, how do I grow? How do I invest? How do I make money? How do I get money? How do I build a business? Right? All those things. And it's, especially when there have been barriers to entry to do that, right? I talked about it. A qualified investor was somebody back in the day who was in order to invest in the stock market. You had to prove that the money you invested in the market, if you lost it all, would not affect your standard of living for five years. I don't know anybody but super rich people who could do that, right? There are people who can't just walk into a bank and ask for a loan. How do you get credit? How do you get loans? How do you buy a home? Right. There's a lot of predatory behavior, right, that has been the, the exclusionary phase of what happens to people who have not grown up with wealth and with opportunity. Right. And so you've taken it upon yourself at a young age. You were out there and I don't call you. You weren't hustling antique cars. You're an entrepreneur from a young age. You saw the opportunity. We're talking about put, putting together people and opportunity. You want to tell me a little bit about your beginning? Yeah. So, you know, with opportunity, what I realized is that when you say the people who don't have access to information and capital, where they start out is that you start out with miseducation. And what I realized is that a lot of us have the ability to learn, but it doesn't matter when you learn the wrong thing. Correct. Misinformation. And when you learn the wrong way. So when it comes to banking, when it comes to investing, we understand that it happens. It's just not taught in a way that we can actually apply. So when it comes to banking, understanding things like, yo, well, how does this benefit me? I only want to do something that naturally benefits me. I don't want to do anything that doesn't benefit me. Nobody in this world wants to do anything that doesn't benefit me. Well, when the biggest benefit that you need is to eat, the biggest benefit that you need is gas to get to work because going to work is what makes helps you do everything then that's all that you do. And what you don't do is things that put you in risk. So if you, if the barrier entry, if you, this affects your livelihood in the next five years, you can't invest. The risk reward ratio is something it's not. No, what happens is, is that I have to do everything to protect this and never lose it. So I can never risk it. 
I can never gamble. And what happens with an investment is, is that it's a potential gamble. It's a potential risk. And I'm not investing my money or invest in something that I could potentially lose. Why? Because that doesn't exist. See, I can't touch that. I can't touch a stock. It doesn't exist. So what do we do? We spend our money on things that we can touch. I can touch my home. I know where my money's going. I'm comfortable. I'm not willing to roll my money. I'm not willing to learn how to make my money grow for me. So it's a miseducation because we've been, it's a miscondition where people have been conditioned to think that, okay, that's risk. Not realizing that what's it worth to, for you to know? Like, what's it worth understanding investing? What's it worth to know well, how understanding money works? Risk. Am I willing to risk $50 to make 200? If I taught you how to do that and I gave you the parameters of it, you may say, okay, yes, I am. But if I didn't understand that, I'm not really, really willing to risk 200 to make 50. I need to understand that I need that information. And no one's being told that. And how do I get access to capital to insulate myself? So if I go to work and the only thing that I have is what I work for, it means more to me. But if I had access to 10,000, I'm talking small, startup, small, right, startup, a $10,000 credit card, other people's money. At this point, I feel more secure. So I know, okay, hey, at the end of the month, I got an extra thousand dollars, but I know I have security here. If something goes wrong and I can pay it back, I can now take a part of my thousand and figure out how to invest. I can look and say, well, if I invest this thousand, this thousand may generate me a, this month, I invest a thousand and it generates me an extra $300 this year. Next month, I invest a thousand. It generates me another three hundred dollars. And what happens is, is the amount of money that I'm able to invest now grows. So, but this is one of the things that people don't realize is that not only do you invest, is saying you got to go invest into the stock market or into the stock exchange. You can invest into your business. You can invest into a company, into yourself, into your own startup. So there's it's there's information, there's access, and then there's the practicality of it. What you do, which is so different than a lot of other people within the educational spaces, you get down into the nitty gritty of being able to look, you know, I can have an idea and I cannot understand that I am able to understand risk and do all that. But at the end of the day, if I don't have access to money and know how to go to a bank and ask for it, know which bank will be more friendly to me as a new young investor or, or a new young entrepreneur to do that. I don't have a mentor who can explain to me the ropes, the journey. Otherwise, I'm then swimming out in the middle of the ocean without any knowledge. What you do, what Recession Proof is all about is really teaching those basic skills. When I heard you the first time talk about, first of all, how do you increase your credit Look, everyone struggles with their credit rating. The credit rating can be the impediment to being successful, getting money, buying a house, virtually everything. If you have one, you actually, sir, are the, the person who went out and did your homework and found out how does somebody increase their credit? How do I go to a bank and ask for a loan? How, if I can go to the right bank and get a credit how, card for $10,000? How the bank actually works. See, what we don't realize is, how does the banking system work? If, if I can't get a place to live, I can't get a job, I can't get car insurance, and it's all based around my credit. Okay, so I have to work to develop and establish this credit. I mean, I have to work for it. But then what's the benefits? What are the perks from having this? And then how does this banking system work? You mean to tell me you do all of these things to have good credit or you know you need to build this credit up, 
but we don't realize that person benefits to extract or how the banking system works. Most people bank with Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Why? They don't know. All of your money sits in this bank and you don't know why you bank with them. You don't know how they act. What what do they want? How they're making more. Why are they there and how are they making money? What do they want? It's a relationship. Okay. So we have to understand when I go and choose a bank, I, I look at banks and I teach people, where are you at in life? Because wherever you're at in life, there's an institution who aligns with you. You don't align with every single bank. There's institutions, there's credit unions that align with people at a startup. Starting at the barrier point, it goes, you got to understand what bank pulls what credit bureau. Right. To maintain your good credit score, understand which institution is going to pull what credit bureau. Right. How can I get the most access out of this bank? Okay, if I have this credit score and I got three credit reports and I got a, a, a 760 on this report, a 780 on this one and an 810 on this credit bureau, right. I need to know, okay, how can I get the max out of this 810? Right. What institutions are only going to pull this 810? If I go to a bank and they pull all three, well... Guess so what? do you realize that if I go out and I apply for a credit card at a bank and I have a 580 credit score, each time I actually apply for a credit card, trying to get some money, whether it's a startup, trying to get a little bit of a cushion because I have to support my family because my bills are more than I'm bringing in. Each time I apply, my score gets knocked down. This gentleman has actually given us the roadmap on how people were trying to grow and trying to support their family and trying to start a business and trying to get that sense of confidence to become the entrepreneur that they want to do. The roadmap, you can run up against headwinds and challenges and get stopped by that, or you can find out the way this gentleman is teaching people. That's incredible, though. Think about it. everybody. Look, we, we, we the, the world is a funny place. We don't there's we don't know so much more than we know. And it's very funny that small little bits along the journey can stop us. And a lot of people, once they hit their head against a, a, a barrier, they just step back and they give up. That is way more the way things work than not. I'm a firm believer as you keep going, the more you get lucky. We learn more from failure than from success. The more you get not, it's not a matter of how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. But this gentleman is trying to create a generation where I will give you that roadmap. I will teach you how to do this. If you were not brought up in a family or in an environment where this knowledge was common knowledge, then you need it before you go up against this, because otherwise the journey journey is nothing but headwinds. A lot. It gets it gets difficult, and that's the thing is that we, and we don't know how to go and find out. Like we don't know, like you said, I apply. It's for not credit. being taught in school. Nobody's out there. The banker's not going to help you with that. You say I apply for credit, and my credit score gets hit. Right. Okay. Your credit score takes a hit every time you get an inquiry and somebody looks at right. your credit report. Okay. So how do I minimize that? Right. Who at the bank tells us that? Who tells us, hey, they're going to pull Experian, so your Experian is going to get hit? Or, hey, that bank pulls all three. Or, hey, this is Goldman Sachs, and they're going to do a, they'll do a pre-qualification and tell you what you're approved for, and they're going to do a soft pull first to let you know if we even want that offer. So if you look at banks that partner with Goldman Sachs and different um, offers that they have, if right. you go and find those institutions, you can do soft pulls and say, do I want this offer or not? Is Okay, they did a soft pull. I know they're going to give me $7,500. I don't know if that's worth it for me or not. Or they're going to give me $500. I don't know if it's worth it. And I know that they're going to pull this credit bureau. See, when you have this information, you say, okay, well, I can sacrifice getting an inquiry on just this one. 
or I'm gonna go out here and they're gonna pull all three. And now when I go to Goldman Sachs, my 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 approval is less. My pre-approval is is much lower. But who tells us this? Nobody. It's not being taught in school. It's not being taught by anybody. And the institutions that should be there to support us. Look, we saw the mortgage crisis. There was a lot of predatory lending, right, that went on there, and it ended up creating a bit of a crash here at the end of the day. It's there's nobody within the institution that we need to help us in this situation to educate us on this. This gentleman here is doing some of the most groundbreaking, disruptive things within the financial space, within the credit space, within being able to, we're talking about creating generational wealth. If you think about it, if I have never been given the information, I want to even go deeper than that, because that's something that you do, that you created a community in the tens of thousands or more. You have spent your life, your motivation is to raise up everyone else, okay, to give them that information. That information was was given to you by you hard, working hard to try and figure that out. You didn't just keep it for yourself and go run and hide. You've that's decided the that's the difference in people. There's some people who get stuff and they just go and run high with the information. And then there are people who want to share that information, right? And for me, that's that's the ultimate motivation. That's the ultimate gift of this journey that I that we call life. Let's talk about the next stage, which we talked about downstairs. First of all, about AXO. Look, those, there's a lot more to that story. And all you need to do is go check out uh, uh, him 500. Go check out Recession Proof. Get your pencils and papers because it's school time, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what this gentleman does. People go to his events with paper and pencil and write down everything that is being said because these are the jewels that will change the trajectory of your life, your journey, whether you're an entrepreneur, to grow and create generational wealth in the story. Let's go, Billy, before I let you go, one more story. So that go and check this gentleman out because the story gets bigger and bigger and, and, it's, and it's a long-term play. At the end of the day, we talked about you came down here to visit me at the Stock Exchange. We're surrounded by 3,600 public companies. People often say, I don't really know what goes on there at the Stock Exchange or whatnot. We are the greatest consumer generation in the world. We know everything about every company that goes by here. I can watch uh, this ticker tape going by. Abbott, that's the company that made the uh, the uh, COVID uh, vaccine. Accenture is an insurance company. American Tower is the cloud company that runs our cell phones. American Express is a credit card that may be a good one or not. We'll have to Definitely. talk to you about that after the fact. Okay, you've got Boeing, obviously the company that makes planes. Some good days, some bad days. Alibaba, the largest. It's the Amazon of China. All these companies are things that we use on a daily a daily basis. Marcus came down to talk about, there's a way longer story. Once you've started to build this story of creating generational wealth and getting loans if you need it, having a cushion to be able to have that confidence to know about risk reward, then it's about building companies. These people who are just starting out, who are getting startups together, there is a generation, there is a phenomenon going on where there are people who have ideas, who are entrepreneurs, who have not ever been given the chance to go the next step to realize their dreams. There is a story about building. Not, we talked about it. You can invest in a company because you're a loyal customer, because you use that product or whatnot, or you, somebody tells you to invest in it because you may have an advisor. But there are people, if they knew that they could create a company, they could start a company with one product, one idea, and grow, and eventually then go to public. That's where the wealth really comes in. Is that, is that what we were talking about? 100%. And I think that, like you said earlier, you said 
for the masses, getting into it, people not having access to information, how you, that barrier, right? The barrier isn't there to harm the people on the other side of it. The barrier is there to protect people, to equip people. What I look at is it's just a change in mindset. I can look at a barrier and say, it's to block me out. Right. Or I look at a barrier and say, it's to make me strong. Or enter to pause and learn and educate yourself about what it's like on the other side. In order to get to the other side, I have to become disciplined. To get to the other side, I have to become educated. To get to the other side, I have to to, to have the, the wherewithal and the actual grit to get over the barrier and get through it. So what happens is that we can, look the at fence. It, we can look at it and say it's bad. Is it a negative? It, it, it can be perceived as a negative, but it's up to that person. If you look at it as a negative, then it sits on you as a negative. If you look at it as a positive, or like, listen, I'm not strong enough. I have to get stronger. Why? Because as I get stronger, when I get over the gate, the now the tools that I'm equipped with, the information that I'm equipped with, the resources that I now have are everlasting. These are things that go generation to generation this allows me to continue to be able to learn and be able to look at the landscape differently from everybody else. If I scale the gate and nobody else can scale the gate from, and that's next to me, I have a different vision. I had a different plan of attack, a different strategy. The same thing is now taken as I continuously move forward. So as I look at businesses and I'm looking for entrepreneurs, I say, hey, listen, I can help you get capital. But what happens is, is that me just helping you get capital can lead you and take you into debt. Right. And the goal is not to hurt you. The goal is to help you. Correct. And so not only is it that you need the education and information as well as access, but you also need to show the discipline that you have that when you get access to capital, when you start a business that, hey, my business made 100000 and I went and I went on 10 vacations. Right, right. Did you make any profit? No. It's like trading. I had yeah. five trades. I made $100 on four trades, and I lost 8000 on the other trade. Discipline. Discipline. And now you lose, and That's now you're going, the, you're going the wrong way. What happens is, is that we have to get into a position that we have to be equipped to go to the next level. We have to be equipped with the tools, information, and resources to really help us get to that next level. That's the key to it. And so as we educate people, it's not, hey, I want to just help you get money. Right, right, right. I want to show you the reason why it's a difference in companies that go public, companies that, you know, make over 100 million, even if they don't go public. I don't care if you never get publicly traded. If you just to set up a business that does well, what that does for everybody else around you and that separates you from the people who can't make it, everybody won't make it. This is not just for the black and brown community because... Every community in America, the the black or whites or Hispanics are not the predominantly uh, wealthy. They don't control no. the wealth in America. Correct. We don't. They don't. So what happens is now we realize is that, guess what? It's going to take more. And what we have to realize is that this is a long-term road. Everybody has the same barriers to overcome. Everybody has miseducation. No one person goes, oh, yeah, all they're automatically rich. Yeah, yeah. No. I, and the Indian community is one of the wealthiest communities in America today. Correct. Well, guess what? That may be in America. But they have whole countries left behind that don't have a tenth yep, 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 yep. of what we have. So it's just a lot that we take into consideration when we look. Sometimes they look at the landscape and think other people, the grass is green. Right. When reality is, is that it is, but what did it take to make the grass green? Let's figure out 
how to get access to capital, what to do with the capital and be responsible with the capital so we can then grow. And that's not just with money. That's with investing. That's with our time. That's with our health. That's with everything. Our relationships. Our relationships. Our partnerships. Exactly. Strategic partners. And the people that raise us up. Absolutely. All of these things matter. So that's what I look at now. And that's why my thing is, is so big on recession proof is not strictly about money. Being recession proof is the, the way that you look at the board, the way that you play. I teach about financial literacy and credit. Why am I in the New York Stock Exchange? And you don't talk about stocks. You don't, you're not the investor guy. Why are you at the New York Stock Exchange? How does that make sense? You being with Einstein. Because what I understand is that I have to know the board. I have to have a strategy. And if, if you can't strategize something, you don't know. You have to be equipped with the tools. How does this work? How are these companies making money? How do IPOs happen? How do companies go public? How, how do investors actually win? You start to make money and you want to invest. Well, who wins as an investor? Do you win on the stock exchange or do you win before it hits the stock exchange? Do you win in investing with public? Do you win as a hedge fund? As, how do you win? Do you win on just startups? You have to know how to properly strategize. Now I know how to go get the money from the banks and I know how to invest in my own business and start my business. But as my business is making money, where now what do I do with my money? Now I know, okay, well, let me figure out. Now I can go and see where the investing works, how you win with the money that you make. Not only do if I invest from my business into company X, I invest in a company X and I put a million dollars here and it turned to 10 million. What did company X do that my company didn't? Because company X turned my 1 million to 10 million, but I can turn that information can now be applied in my business to turn my $100 million business to a billion dollar business, my $10 million business to a hundred million dollar business. Why? Because I understand and started looking at the landscape. I didn't just stay and focus on my business. I started realizing well, what are other businesses doing? Now I can strategize differently. This makes me a better warrior. Information. Information, access to it, and being willing to expand. Don't be tunnel vision. You have look to look, look at, at the, the whole board. Look at the you have to look at the board. You cannot sit here. There's no way I can come in here and I can only watch that board in the stock exchange and watch one stock. That's say, why I brought you up here. So you man, feel you feel what I'm feeling when you're yeah. up here? And you, you, see, you are seeing it all from every level. This is a one-stop shopping. Mm -hmm. You saw what a market maker does. You saw the companies that came down here. You saw the public companies. We talked about why, how, benefits of going public. Mm -hmm. And that added so much into your game, just, just you and me hanging out. We've been hanging out. This gentleman, him, 500. To me, I, I met him at MSG when I was there with Earn Your Leisure. He's part of Earn Your Leisure, a university as well. And I said to him, he's my mentor, right? Because every day when I wake up and I see what he does within the social media space, and I see the motivation and the inspiration and the education that is part of his DNA, right? And his the, the real purity and integrity of his story and what he does with his information, it made me want to invite him down here to talk to you guys. It's an honor, sir. Thank you. It was an honor to be here. I appreciate <laughs> you. We're going to be doing some big stuff together. Yes, Trey, like Einstein, I love you all. Money News Network, we're out of here.